I better stay home today. But uh, the Bible says where two or three are gathered in his name, he's in the midst. So we do have enough people here to give God the praise and to worship his name. Amen. I'm ready to get busy. I want to talk about prayer. Church prayer. I want to talk about the prayers of the church. I believe sometimes prayer is overlooked. Sometimes it's minimized. But I want you to know that prayer is our vehicle to talk to the Father. Amen. Amen. As I was thinking over a few concepts, I was reminded how great it is to have a church family that's loving and caring. There's nothing like having people that God called who loves and cares for you. But like any other family, there are going to be disagreements, heated discussions. There are going to be jealousy, arrogance, pride, and other things that are contrary to love. But those things should not allow or should not be allowed to shake our faith. And it shouldn't be allowed to shake our faith because you and I are bigger than all of that stuff. Sometimes when things happen, people continue to throw continuous shade toward one another. But as a spiritual family... We need to learn how to reason with one another. I'm going to say all that again because somebody ain't heard this. They ain't ain't, ain't hear what I'm saying. First of all, ain't no wind blowing in here but the heat. So we might as well give God what he deserves today. Let's start over. Amen. 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 Thank you. I'm talking about prayer. Talking about addressing the almighty God. Amen. But not only as individuals, but as a collective audience. I want you to know that things are going to happen in the church. Wherever there are people, trouble is going to be there. Amen. 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 That's just the truth of it. But what I need you to understand is nothing that comes up in the church should be allowed to shake our faith Or cause us to throw continuous shade toward one another. We are more than family. We are God's children. We share the same heavenly father. The same God that woke you up this morning. He woke me up as well. The same God that blesses you every day. He blesses me every day as well. So if we look at it. We all have the same access to the same God. And no one has a reason to be jealous of one another. Your money may be longer. Your house may be wider. But we all still serve the same God. The same blessing giver and the same way maker and the same sustainer of life. If we are children of God, our character should reflect him. I'm going to say it again. If we are true children of God. Our character should reflect him. This is deeper than a person trying to act like someone that they're not. This is much deeper than a person trying to be a person that they want people to be proud of. We're talking about character. Who we really are when no one else is watching us. This is about being who God created us to be. This is about being the greatest Christian that we could possibly be within ourselves. You know, there was an old funny thing that folk used to say years ago. uh, When men used to have uh, questions about uh, their children. uh, They used to say, well, if you keep feeding them. He'll start to look like you. Y'all hear that a little bit? Well, it's the same concept when it comes to God. 
if he keeps feeding us, we will start to look like him. The more God reveals his word to us, the more we study the word of God, the more we will begin to look like him. Here's the, here's the fact. I can't look like God serving Satan all the days of my life. I have to bring God into my life. I have to integrate God into my day. I have to pray to the Lord. I have to thank God. I have to give God the praise because sometimes, sometimes the devil doesn't want us to give God the praise. And we'll find ourselves in a space that we have no business being in. But I need you to understand today, church, that we are a church family. And we need to learn how to love one another, to forgive one another, and to encourage one another. Now, I know sometimes um, 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 when people listen to lessons like these, uh, they look a little strange and they wonder, well, where is this coming from? Let me tell you where it's coming from. It's coming from the word of God. Amen. Amen. That's exactly where it's coming from. You know, a lot of times you may not know that you need prayer until you need prayer. It's a blessing when you look at the prayer list and you say, well, my name ain't on it. You know, thank God that you don't have anything that you're going through right now that's, 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 that's very destructive. You ought to give him the praise just for not being on the prayer list. However, at the same time, those who are on the prayer list, their names are not listed just so we can see them. Their names are listed so we can pray for them. Prayer is very important in God's church. Now, I want to bring something closer to you. To keep the love in the Lansing family. All members of the family must be born again. Members are added through baptism. Being born again is essential to salvation. Not only that, being born again, it keeps us connected to the Father. When we are born again, when we are baptized... For the remission of our sins in the name of Jesus. God gives us a gift that keeps on giving. He gives us the indwelling Holy Spirit. I want to show you something in the Bible. I want us to go over to Acts chapter number 10. We're going to have another Bible study uh, today. It's, uh, uh, it seems like you're in the mood for one and I think I'm in the mood for one as well. Acts chapter number 10 and verse number 34. Acts 10 and 34 the Bible says what? Then Peter opened his mouth. Then Peter opened his mouth. And said. And he said. In truth. In truth. I perceive. I perceive. That God. That God. Shows no partiality. God is not a respect of persons. Do you see that in your Bible? Now as we take that. And we look at baptism. Let me explain it a little closer. People need to quit saying that they have a special personal relationship with God. Because what I have to do to be saved. You have to do the same thing to be saved. God is not going to make some type of uh, exclusion or exception because of who we are. Because it's not about who we are. It's about who God is. So if I have to get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins, then you have to get baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins. Now, this is so important because in order to be a member of the church family, and I'm not just talking about here at Lansing, I mean in the body of Christ, we must be buried with Christ in the watery grave of baptism. So many people don't even know why they got baptized. So many people got sprinkled instead of immersed. So many people were in uh, different places that didn't even teach the right doctrine of Christ. How can we say that we are members of the family and we all came to Jesus a different way? If God is no respecter of persons, that means that there's only one way. And all of us need to come to God that way. Some people say, well, uh, I really don't understand what religion I was under, but it doesn't matter. I came to Jesus. And, and let me put it this way. The argument is not whether or not you are saved, but the argument is, can you find someone who looks like you in the Bible? I'm, a, I'm good at preaching by myself. I look pretty cool today, too. See this yell I got on? See, I'm talking about church prayer. And a lot of times, Sister Patricia, folk don't want to get to the basics. 
they want to get to the hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, and run all around the church. But if you don't know what you're hollering for, you might as well sit down somewhere. Church prayer. There's some folk who need some help. There are people who are, are, are hurting. There are people who are going through things. And if they can't come to the church, tell me where can they go? Prayer is so important. But more than that, we have to make sure that we're in the body of Christ. Anyone who is not baptized for the remission of their sins and added to the body of Christ, you need to get baptized so God can add you to the church family. Amen. There Amen. is no respecter of persons. Amen. I can't say that I said a, a sinner's prayer and got added. And you say, well, all I did was say ten Hail Marys and I got at it. And then I said all I did was believe and, 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 and I got at it. We all need to do the same thing. When Jesus came here, he got on the cross. He died. He died for one church, which is the church that he purchased with his own blood. When we get baptized for the remission of our sins in the name of Jesus, he adds us to that one church. Amen. There is no argument as, as far as, well, this is okay, that's okay. That's not my argument today. What I'm saying is we are intelligent beings. And if we can't find the people that we call ourselves in the Bible today, where do you think they came from? I'm going to tell you where they came from. They came from the second edition of the Bible. And I haven't seen that one yet. And if I do see it, I'm not going to pick it up. We need to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. You know one thing I do know? Baptism is so important that I have to mention it over and over and over again. Amen. Amen. Because some people don't understand the urgency of being baptized. A lot of people believe that as long as I believe that Jesus came here to die for my sins... Uh, as long as I believe that, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll be saved and I don't have to do anything. Uh, I just need to just believe that. And yes, you do have to believe that. But you also have to be baptized for the remission of your sins so that God can wash away your sins. Why did he send Jesus to this earth to die if all you needed to do was just believe? I'm going to show you something else. Go over to Ephesians chapter number 2 and verse number 18. Ephesians 2 and 18. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 18. When you're there, D, go ahead and read it for me. Ephesians 2 and 18. What does the Bible say? For through him, through him, we both have access. We both have access. By one spirit to the Father. By one spirit to who? To the Father. To the Father. Now, watch this. Because... When we get baptized, God gives us the indwelling Holy Spirit. That spirit connects us to the Father. So no spirit, no connection. Now, isn't it amazing how we have people who've been in the church for 35 years who get on Facebook and tell folk who don't even have no God in their lives at all to pray for them. They can pray for you, but who are they talking to? Y'all didn't come here for this, did you? That's like picking up a phone with no service, saying, call my mama. If you have no connection, you can't talk to him. So this gift that God gives us when we get baptized it's so essential that we need to make sure we continue to pray in the spirit and walk in the spirit so that we can continue to be connected to God. Because otherwise, we don't have a prayer life. Having a connection with the family is more than just being cool with one another. Because I've seen cool people turn cold toward one another. So the connection must be more than that. We have a spiritual connection with each other because we have access to the Father. Do you know how powerful it is for someone as small as me or you to have access?
access, priority access to God where we can ask him for anything. When we are in pain, when we are going through different circumstances in our lives, do you know how powerful it is to just be able to just say, Lord, help, and God helps us? But without that connection, we can say, Lord, help. It'll be just like talking to the television. Let me move a little deeper because some of you are looking at me like, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. I want to make something crystal clear. Some people limit fellowship to conversating while eating fried chicken and greens with one another. They say, let's fellowship. And let's bring the chicken and let's bring the greens and black eyed peas or whatever it was or whatever it is. <laughs> but I want you to know that even sinners can do that. Amen. Come closer and listen. Christians who are in true fellowship with God are in true fellowship with one another. Amen. Are y'all understanding that? In order for me and you to really have fellowship, it's not about me being cool with you. It's about me being connected to God. We can be cool, but what type of fellowship is that? Let me bring, bring it closer. If I'm in Christ and I have fellowship with Christ and you don't have fellowship with Christ, how can we ever be? in fellowship I feel like a professor in the, in the classroom today Amen. see this is what the devil doesn't want you to know you know the devil gets into these uh, buildings and make folks hallelujah glory hallelujah and people get excited what are you shouting for I'm going to give you a reason to shout God can hear you he can do something about your situation. You don't need me to get excited for you to shout. You should be shouting before you get here. Amen. We're talking being connected. And this is why I wanted to talk about this. Because a lot of folk don't understand. Just because you're sitting in the church building doesn't mean that God is in you. Amen. We need to be connected. If someone in my family gets sick, I want to be able to get on my knees or stand up while I'm walking or while I'm driving or whatever I'm doing, going into my closet, going to the garage, whatever it is. I want to be able to pray for them. But if I don't have a connection, it doesn't matter how much I love them, I can't talk to God. Amen. Amen. Fellowship. We cool like the other side of the pillow. But if I'm fellowshipping with Christ and you ain't, we ain't in fellowship. We just homies. So a lot of folk ain't in fellowship. They just cool with one another. And I'm going to tell you something else. Depending upon where you are, I've seen folk call themselves taking fellowship away from people. Try to write them off. But let me tell you about fellowship. You don't have to like me, but if I'm in Jesus and I'm walking in the light as he is in the light, you can take your hand back from me, but you ain't did nothing as far as fellowship because I'm fellowshipping with Jesus. Amen. Amen. I need you to understand this. There are people who will take their hand and won't shake your hand because they call themselves taking fellowship away from you. But what I need you to understand, your role your goal your journey is not about making everybody like you your journey is about making sure you stay in fellowship with jesus go over to first john for me first john for me yeah one of these days when i get sophisticated i'm gonna hand me some stuff that i can just point at a board or something like that we we need a couple more building funds for that one but we getting there first john I think I want to read about first, uh, verse number 6. 1 John chapter 1, verse number 6. What does the Bible say? 
If we say that we have fellowship with him. If we say that we have fellowship with God, keep going. And walk in darkness. And if we ain't living right, keep going. We lie. We are telling a lie. And do not practice the truth. And we don't practice the truth. Just stop there. So first of all, in order for me to even have fellowship, forget about everybody else. Don't think about the person sitting next to you, the person in front of you, the person in back of you. Think about Jesus. When you think about fellowship, don't think about other folk in the church building. Think about Jesus. Because if you have fellowship with Jesus, that's really all the fellowship you need. But look what the Bible says. The Bible tells us if we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we're not living right. The Bible says what? We are telling a lie. In other words, we don't have the truth in us. Keep going, Brother Dion. But if we walk in the light. But if we walk in the light. As he is in the light. As he is in the light. We have fellowship. We have fellowship. With one another. With one another. Now, what does this mean? If I'm walking in the light, as God is in the light, I have fellowship with God. If you walk in the light, as God is in the light, you have fellowship with God. Amen. If you have fellowship with God and I have fellowship with God, then we have fellowship with one another. Y'all ain't getting that, are you? Let me say it again. Fellowship is not about me being cool with you. Mm -hmm. It ain't about me being cool with you. Because people would do the fool on you. Are y'all with me? Fellowship is about living right, being in the light, walking in the light with Jesus. And any other Christian who lives right, who walks in the light with Jesus, automatically you guys are in fellowship because both of you all have a connection to Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's why when somebody tells me or if someone were to tell me, I'm not going to fellowship with you no more. I'm going to go ha, 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 ha. Because your fellowship is not contingent upon my fellowship. If you never speak to me again, as long as I have Jesus, I will always be in fellowship. Amen. Amen. Don't get it twisted. But I'm telling you all this for a reason. I, I'm getting there. Keep reading, Brother Dion. And the blood of Jesus Christ. And the blood of Jesus Christ. His son. His son. Cleanses us. Cleanses us. From all sin. From all sin. Now watch this. When we are in spiritual fellowship with God. That doesn't mean that we won't ever have issues or disagreements. That's right. We can still disagree. Amen. Amen. But we can disagree without going crazy. Amen. I need you to feel me on this. God knew that you and I were going to mess up. You don't have to be perfect to be in fellowship. In verse number 8, that same chapter that you're in, mm -hmm. the Bible says what? If we say that we have no sin. If we say that we have no sin. We deceive ourselves. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in the us. The Lord is already letting us know you got something. All of us got something to work on. And see, the reason why I'm talking like this is a perfect day to talk about this too. Why? Because it is. Listen. <laughs> I mean, I feel great about this because there are certain things about, I, I was raised in a church, and there are certain things about the church that I hear when folks say it just make their hair stand up on my neck. Let me tell you about something. Folk out of, and this ain't about Lance, let me just say this right now, let me hold, hold, because somebody, somebody ain't listening to none I'm saying when it comes to the word, they like, who is he talking about? If you really want to know, I'm talking about you. <laughs> How about that? Now, let's get back. This is what I'm saying. When it comes to fellowship, people should quit putting one another down so much. Why is that? Because you just read. Read verse 8 again. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. We all got something to work on. Amen. You tell me somebody who ain't got nothing to work on and I give them something. Mm -hmm. Amen. Are y'all understanding what we're saying? We teach it here today. If you came to run, run out there, get done. I want to teach you something. Fellowship is about striving to be the best possible Christian 
that we could possibly be. Amen. But we all have to understand, just like families, there's always going to be somebody shady. Mm -hmm. Oh, my. I don't care who family it is. You got some shady folk in your family. Amen. Amen. And you know who they are. Or you know who they is. <laughs> but just because they're shady, that doesn't mean that we just push them to the side and continue to dog them and talk them. We need to pray for those individuals. Amen. 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 Are you under, understanding what I'm saying? It's the same in the church. There are shady folk in the church. There are people in the church house that will take your Bible, scratch your name out of it, <laughs> put theirs in it, and swear for God that grandmother gave them that Bible when they were 13 years old. We got thieves in the church, lies in the church, whores in the church, all kind of folk in the church. But we all got something. We all are a work in progress. Amen. So Amen. instead of me dogging you, I got to lift you up because I got something too. Amen. 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 Are you understanding that? Amen. It just gets me when fuck. I, I want to fellowship with that person. I want to fellowship. Who fellowshipping with you? <laughs> Sometimes fellowship is dictated by how much money you put in the tray. Two people can commit the same sin. But the one who's given the most, he I. <laughs> I know y'all didn't come to hear this, but this is what the preacher got for you today. Amen. We're talking about fellowship. See, some people have left the Lord's church because they've been so ashamed and they've done some things and, and, and people talk about them. And let me just tell you this. I mean, I've been in the church for many, many years. And one thing I do know, church folk are supposed to be some of the loving most forgiving folk that you ever have seen in your life. But let me tell you, if you mess up, it's going to be on CNN. It's going to be on Channel 2. Churches across the country going to know. Folk who don't even know your name going to know. That's just how it happens. But you got to understand, you are not trying to impress the people. You're trying to maintain fellowship with God. Amen, amen, amen. That's what this is all about. I can remember a time folk wanted to take their right hand of fellowship from me. It was so funny because I was like, I didn't even know we were in fellowship. <laughs> I don't need no one to confirm who I am in Jesus. I know what God has done for me. Amen. Amen. I know how far God has brought me. You know, if folks say, well, you'll never preach in my pulpit, that's great because I got one. And you mess around, I put another one over here. I have two. But my point is, I'm not interested in what people think. Amen. Because Amen. my fellowship is not contingent upon what they think of me or feel about me. My fellowship is walking in the light as Jesus is in the light. And everyone who's walking in the light, we will have fellowship with each other automatically. Amen. But I also Amen. got to be aware. You got some in your life. Amen. I got some in my life. Amen. So when we get together, let's don't dog each other and talk about each other. Let's lift one another up. Because we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Watch what the Bible says in verse number nine. What does it say, D? If we confess our sins. But if we confess our sins. He is faithful. He is faithful. And just to forgive us. And just to forgive. Notice what the Bible says. He is faithful. Some folk will never forgive what you've done. You could have made a mistake and caused 30,000 people to be baptized. And somebody say, well, you know that guy that's over there preaching in Lansing? Oh, you talking about the one that did uh, such and such a thing? They're going to always go back to your era. But you don't have to worry about that because the Bible says that he is what? Faithful. faithful to do what? And just to forgive and us. And just to forgive us. Our sins. Of, of, of our sins. Keep going. And to cleanse us. And to cleanse us. From all unrighteousness. Keep reading. If we say that we have not sinned. If we say that we have not sinned. We make him a liar. We make him a liar. And his word. And his word. Is not in is us. Is not in us. Do y'all understand this? 
We're just not people who gather together in the name of Jesus. We're folk who are striving to look like Jesus, Amen. to Amen. be like Jesus. Amen. But guess what? You got something in your life. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Don't care because I can't fix it. You got something? You got something? He said he sure got something. <laughs> but guess what? As a brother in Christ, I need to try to help strengthen all of these guys. They need to help strengthen me. Amen. Amen. We need to stay in fellowship with him. Amen. Then we'll have fellowship one with another. Now, Amen. let me tell you, this is the problem. The problem is too many people are trying to have fellowship with each other and not enough are trying to have fellowship with God. Are y'all understanding this? Amen. I hope y'all getting this today. See, it doesn't matter how many people like you. Doesn't matter how many people uh, 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 sing your praises. If you don't have fellowship with God, you have nothing. Amen. Amen. I'm almost done, Brother Dion. We good. But I have to say something else. When we look at our own lives, and this is for the folk who think they've arrived. How many of us ain't never played God? Ain't never did them dirty. How many of us ain't never purposely went against them? I mean, you knew what you was about to do was wrong. Mm -hmm. You planned mm -hmm. to do wrong. Mm -hmm. And had a plan B if you got caught what you was going to say about the wrong that you did. Mm -hmm. Boy, I like y'all like this. You know what that means? That you need to stay on your knees and continue to ask for guidance and forgiveness just like everybody else. Amen. Amen. Fellowship belongs to Jesus. Mm -hmm. When I was coming up, I used to hear so many people talking about disfellowship. Quick to write a letter on folk. Note them, mark them. I understand all that. Did you try to love on them first though? much would it take for you to kick me out the church? Tell me. You have somebody who's been laboring for 40 years. They slip up, get out of here. You got a crack pipe in your purse <laughs> and you're dating somebody else's husband. But you're going to tell him of here. Why? Because his sin was busted out. Mm -hmm. I like preaching like this. Mm -hmm. Because it's not about you and I. It's all about being with the Father. See, if you mess up, I ain't going to kick you out. I'm going to embrace you. Amen. Amen. Why? Because I got something that I need God to hold on to me for too. Amen. Amen. That's what fellowship is. Amen. It ain't about waiting till the person mess up. Mike, you done messed up. You got to get out of here, Mike. You ain't worthy to work on the communion table. And here I am, just got through partying all last night, still got the residue of all kind of stuff on my lips. But because you don't know, I'm in fellowship. Well, what is that fellowship? I'm making you think that I'm righteous, but God knows we don't have no connection. Amen, amen, amen. I just want folks to understand that. See, Sean, folks don't understand that fellowship ain't about y'all being cool. It's about y'all being connected. Amen. If y'all connected, y'all will be cool. Amen. Amen. That's why people have so much trouble in the Lord's house. People say, why is the Lord's house so much trouble? Because most folk ain't connected. They try to make a connection through being friends. But if you're a friend of Jesus, if you do what Jesus says to do, if you have fellowship with Jesus, you will know who's cool and who ain't cool. I wish I had a picture to take y'all picture up on the stage. Y'all looking at me like, how about that? It's the truth. 
But there are some things that just didn't come out to me as I was younger. That's why my ministry, I talk about everything from A to Z. Everything. Folks, I can't believe you said that in the pulpit. I'm like, I can't believe that you can't believe that I said that in the pulpit. <laughs> Where do you want to hear that? We got to understand, fellowship ain't about these other churches saying, oh, Brother Kenzie, this. it doesn't matter what they think about me. Do they have a heaven to put me in? I'm trying to get to heaven. Most folk can't even pay for their house. They can't get me no mansion. Y'all ain't hearing me today. So why did I say all this? Why did I go through all of this? I went through all of this for one reason. We have to be in fellowship so we can pray for one another. We don't have to be perfect to pray to God. But we have to pray to God to be perfect. Let me say that again. We don't have to be perfect to pray to God. But we have to pray to God to be perfect. Amen. Amen. God gave us, you and I, the powerful privilege of prayer. There is power in prayer. But the power that's in prayer is not solely because of the one who is doing the praying. It's because of the one who's receiving and answering the prayers. I told you earlier today that we needed to stay connected to the spirit. We need to make sure that we have the spirit. We have to keep the spirit. It's the gift that God gave us, the indwelling Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit should be with us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. What does that mean? That means when we mess up, we fess up. Then we get up and try to stay up. That's how we keep the Spirit. But here's another reason that I want to show you in the Bible that we must be connected and stay connected with the Spirit. I want us to go over to that, uh, the book of Romans. The book of Romans. Almost at Acts. The book of Romans. The 8th chapter. The book of Romans. The 8th chapter. The 26th verse. 8 and 26. Romans 8 and 26. If you get it, D, go ahead. Likewise. Likewise. The Spirit also helps in our weakness the spirit also helps in our weakness if we don't have the spirit who's going to be our helper keep going for we do not know we don't even know what we should pray for what we ought to pray for keep going for as we ought but the spirit himself the spirit himself makes intercession for us make intercession for us keep with going groanings with, with groanings which cannot be uttered we can which cannot be uttered keep going now now he who searches the heart he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is. Now let me explain this as we go through. As we pray. When there are things. That the spirit knows that we need in our lives. That we don't have. That spirit talks to God. On our behalf. If we don't have the Holy Spirit. Who's talking to God on our behalf. If we don't have the spirit, how are we connected or have access to the father? But because of the spirit and because we have the spirit, the Bible teaches that the spirit prays for us. It has it, it makes intercession for us. In other words, there may be some things that I know uh, that I don't know that I need in my life, but the spirit of the Lord knows what I need. It's a bonus. It's an extra added benefit to stay connected to the spirit of God. Not only to have access to God, but so that God would get the right message so that we can get what we need. Amen. The Bible says what, Dion? Keep reading. Now he who searches the heart. He who searches the heart. Knows what the mind of the spirit is. He knows what the mind of the spirit is. We're talking about the father. Keep going. Because he makes intercession. Because he makes intercession. For the saints. For the saints. But how? According to the will of God. Now, do you know that God answers prayers that are in his what? Say it again. 
in his what? So God answers prayers that are in his will. So now that we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, I'm going to have you to go back and read that verse again. Now that we have the indwelling Holy Spirit, look at the benefit that we have as being Christians. The Bible says what, dear? Now he who searches the heart. He who searches the heart. Knows what the mind. He knows what the mind. Of the Spirit of is. Of the Spirit is. Keep going. Because he makes intercession. Because he makes intercession. For the saints. For the saints. According to the will of God. According to the will of God. So that means that what the Spirit prays to God for on our behalf is in the will of God. If it's in the will of God, God is going to give it to us. But if we don't have the spirit, who's going to give us what we need? Who's going to talk to God on our behalf? This is why as a church family, we all need to strive to stay connected to God so that we can pray for one another. Let's go to James. And then I'm going to go to Acts and then I'm going to get out of here. James 5. Verse number 15. What does it say, Brother Dion? And the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. Will save the sick. It will save the sick. Keep going. And the Lord will raise him up. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sin. And if he has committed sin. He will be forgiven. Keep going. Confess your trespasses to one another. Confess your trespasses to one another. And Keep pray going. for one another. And pray for one another. Keep that, going. That you may be healed. That you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. Just stop there. Now, there are two things that the Bible brings out that I want to show you here. We need prayer for physical healing and spiritual healing. Amen. Amen. And the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man can get through to God. For both of those. Some people are sick physically. And they need prayer. So the church needs to pray for those individuals. We need to put ourselves in a position to be able to pray. Those individuals need to put themselves in the position to pray. Amen. But not only physically for healing. But spiritually. Because sometimes we get spiritually sick as well. So we need to pray for those who've lost their way. We need to pray for those who only come to church when it's over 60 degrees and sunny. <laughs> it's a state of urgency. You know, people don't realize it, but the truth of the matter is, there is no guarantee that we're going to walk out of here today. Amen. Amen. It's just not guaranteed. Amen. My point today, my Bible lesson and Bible study today is to denounce all those myths about fellowship. So many people are more concerned with people in the church shaking their hand and giving them the right hand of fellowship. I don't care about none of that. Because believe me, there are some folk who may say you out of fellowship. They have more devil in them than people who ain't even in the church. So it's not about people liking us. It's about us having a connection with Jesus. Amen, amen. Is that clear? Yes. If I have a connection with Jesus and you have a connection with Jesus, we have a connection with Jesus and we are in fellowship. Fellowship is not about our relationship, how cool we are. Y'all know how that goes. Some folk are only cool with you as long as the relationship has an advantage for them. But when it seems that they're not getting anything else out of the relationship, they will dump you and go to somebody else. Amen. I want to show you what it looks like when the church is down praying and God is up delivering. Let's go over to the book of Acts and we're going to get out of here really quick. The book of Acts. Chapter number 12. And while we getting there, Dion, you ready, huh? Yes, sir. While we getting there, I want you to know this too. Listen, you don't need a priest, a pope, a bishop, a deacon. 
an elder, a rabbi, or an apostle, a prophet, or nobody else on this earth for you to pray to God. You need the spirit so the spirit can connect you. Are you understanding? Those of you who've been paying money to that guy behind the booth to forgive you for your sins, quit wasting your money, bring it to Lansing, put it in the building fund so we can do something with it. You can't buy remission of sins, but you can be obedient and receive it. So many people have took the doctrine or taken the doctrine of God and have done everything they wanted to do with it. But the truth of the matter is, I don't need to go to no one and call them father and tell them that I've sinned. If I sin, I can go to Jesus and tell them I've sinned. How are you going to repent of your sins to a person who's a sinner? And you know he's a sinner. Why? Because we just read it. The Bible says if you say you have no sin, what? You're, You're a lie. And the truth, it ain't in you. So here you go. Talking to a person who probably worse than you saying, Father, I've sinned. Now, I know some folk don't like me saying that, but I'm not preaching for folk today. I'm preaching for Jesus today. Amen. Amen. You got to understand, if you think that you need somebody to forgive you of your sin other than Jesus, then that's a problem. That's why you want to stay in fellowship. That's why you want to stay connected. I want to show you what this looks like. I called what I called D. Acts 12 and 1. Acts, Acts 12 and 1. Uh, read the first few verses. What does the Bible say? Now about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand to arrest some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with his sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison. He put pre Peter in prison. Keep going. And delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Number five. This is special. The Bible he says what? Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Read that again. Peter. Peter. Therefore was kept where? In prison. But what type of prayer? Constant. Constant prayer. While Peter was going through his storm, the Bible says that the church constantly prayed for what? For Peter. For him. Amen. That means that while we're on the east, somebody on the west or the south or the north can be praying for us. Somebody that's on the east can be praying for us. Amen. What is this saying? This is what I want you to understand. It's our duty as Christians to be able to be in a position to pray for one another. Amen. Amen. Because if we can't pray for one another, who can pray for us? The Bible says the church constantly prayed for him. Keep going. And when Herod was about to bring him out. When he was about to bring him out. That night, Peter was sleeping. He was sleeping. Keep going. Bound with two chains between two soldiers. And the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Keep going. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him. And a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains. Now, now, hold on, hold on. We're going to read through it fast, but I want you to get, I just wanted you to get the flavor of this. While the church was praying, they weren't with Peter. Man. Peter was still incarcerated. But while the church was praying, what was God doing? He was working it out. Amen. Amen. Do you, do you see this? When the church goes into prayer, God works things out. Here's the thing. We can't tell them how to do it. The only thing we can do is ask them to do it. So the Bible says, the Bible says that Peter, keep going. The arise, angel of the Lord came to him. Keep arise going. Arise quickly. He said, and arise quickly. Keep and going. And his chains fell off his hands. His chains fell off his hands. Keep Th going. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie on your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garment and follow me. Now, I want you again to understand that while the church was praying, they had no idea that God was delivering Peter from prison. Amen. Amen. See, you don't have to know exactly what a person is going through. You don't have to know exactly 
how God is going to deliver a person. All you need to do is pray for the person. Now you understand Amen. Amen. While they were praying for Peter, God was doing what God does. Amen. He was delivering him. Keep going. So he went out. He and, went out. And followed him. He followed him. And did not know what was done by the angel was real. Keep going. But thought he was seeing a vision. You know, sometimes God can come so quick and so powerful in our lives, we won't believe it ourselves. Sometimes God can surprise us with so many blessings, we don't even know how to receive them all. The Bible says that Peter didn't even know what was going on. Keep going. When they were past the first and the second guard's posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city. Now, I got a question for you. I know for sure that Peter was not in that prison by himself. Amen. What happened to all the other folk? You know how sometimes we pray and we say, if Sheila could just not be there tomorrow, when I talk to my boss, I think it's going to go through because Sheila is going to mess it up if Sheila's there. You act like you don't know what I'm talking about. We start looking at people. I need you to understand that God doesn't care who's there. When God starts to move, whoever is there, the best that they can do is move out the way. Are you understanding this? Amen. Amen. All those people that were in prison, they had, I know the guards were there. But the bottom line is, see, you don't have to worry about how something is going to happen. I don't see, I can't see this happening because the odds are, are against me. And, 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 and I can't see how this is happening because there are too many things that point towards something else. It doesn't matter how many things are against you. It doesn't matter what the statistics may say. If God is for you, and if what God is trying to do is for you, God is going to do what he does, and he's going to deliver you. Amen. Are y'all understanding Amen. what I'm saying? Amen. Don't ever put your deliverance in doubt or make it suspect because of people. I think this will work, but it can't be a full house. It's got to be half the people there for this to be pulled off, for this to work. It could be a full house and folk on top of the house. God is going to do what he's going to do. Amen. I need you to understand this today. I, I told you, I just want to teach you today. I, I feel good. I, I feel like running. But the thing about it is, what I'm trying to get you to understand is, I feel good that I don't need anybody to try to tell me about fellowship. If I'm in fellowship with Jesus and folk ain't feeling me, fine. You can't take Jesus away from me. You can take your hand away from me, but you can't take Jesus away from me. And another thing, quit trying to look at other folk's lives saying what God is doing for them. You don't know what God is doing for them. You don't know what they had to go through to get to what they have in their lives. Quit looking at other folk. Just thank God that he's doing something in your life. Amen. Amen. It didn't matter who was in the prison. God went in there to get Peter. And guess who was praying for him? The church. church. Amen. Did they see this? Nope. Some folk don't pray because they don't see the evidence right away. If you can see the evidence, then why are you praying? <laughs> Say it. That's what faith is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Amen. When does a man hope for something that he can see? It's our faith. The Bible says the church is praying from. Keep reading, Brother Dion. You're Which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and went down one street. And immediately the angel departed Did, hold, from Hold them. on, Brother Dion. I got to say one more thing before I uh, get out of here. Now, notice what happened. The chains fell off. The gate opened by itself. You know what else that means? God doesn't need to take a person or use a person to bless your life. He can do everything that he needs to do in your life for you by himself. Do you understand that? 
Some folk right now saying, I got to get this certain doctor because he's the best doctor in the country. And I understand that. But what I'm telling you is if God says you're going to be healed, I can operate on you. Kind of. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. It's about God, not about the person. Sometimes I feel like people ain't understanding because we put so much into people we 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 think so much you know if my kid could just 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 get this teacher you know uh, he, he'll learn if you got a kid that has the ability to learn and if god is going to bless your child it doesn't matter what teacher teaches your child as long as the information is there your child is going to be successful i need us to understand quit depending upon people and stay connected to Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's it. Amen. That's it. God didn't have to use nobody from that jail. The gate opened up. By itself. Even before remote control <laughs> came out. God was using it. Because when God is blessing your life, he will open gates, doors, windows everything just so that you can be delivered amen amen Do y'all understand this amen. and he doesn't need anybody to help him some of us we need somebody to touch and agree with us we need somebody to confirm what god is going to do even if everybody denounce what god can do you continue to believe what god will do amen amen he don't need nobody because he's god all by himself the Bible says what, brother? And when Peter had come to himself. When Peter came to himself. He said, now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod. Keep and going. from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary. He came to the house of Mary. We're going to stop here. Keep going. The mother of John. Keep going. Whose surname was Mark. Keep going. Where many were gathered together praying. Just stop there. Imagine this. You're going through something. And the entire church is praying for you. Mm -hmm. Not dogging you, but praying for you. Not dissing you, but praying for you. Can you imagine the excitement that Peter must have had when he went to the church and they were there praying for him? But guess what, family? We have to stay connected. We need the spirit. Again, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm done. Fellowship is not about church folk liking you. It's not about people accepting you. Because some folk will never like you. You can donate $1,000. And some folk would say they know they had more to give. So fellowship is not about trying to be cool uh, in the in crowd. Amen. Fellowship is about staying connected with Jesus. So if I'm connected with Jesus and you're connected with Jesus, we're connected with Jesus. And by default, you and I have fellowship with Jesus and one another. We need to stop depending upon people. If God wants to use somebody, he knows who he can use. Don't get afraid or, or, or be in doubt because you say, I don't think that I'm going to get this deliverance because, you know, of this and that. No, don't doubt God. Amen. Amen. God don't need anything that you can see. Amen. In order to deliver you from where you are. Say it, brother. I just wanted folk to know today, again, these lessons, they may not make you jump out your seat, but one day when you really need the Lord, you'll jump out your seat at home by yourself. Amen. Let me tell you something. I've been in church all my life. I've seen a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And if it wasn't for the Lord, church would have turned me out. I've had better success in the street 
than in the church. Because just how people are. But guess what, church? It's a trick of the enemy. Of course he's going to make the street look glorified. Because mm-hmm. that's where I was more comfortable at. But I'm going to tell you something. Try Jesus. Can't nobody do you like Jesus can do you. Do you know that doors can slam in your face? Bad things can happen. People can turn on you. But if you have Jesus, you have everything you need. It's about being in fellowship with Jesus. And I, I'm not, I'm, I, and I keep pressing because even my, my, my virtual audience, I know there's somebody's probably looking and, and, and they want to be impressive. You can see how people are. Again, I always use Facebook because Facebook is so funny to me. I can't believe folks still do this stuff. It's like a drug that folk telling you that's going to kill you and they still smoking it. <laughs> there are some people live for the like. Mm-hmm. They get up in the morning to get a like. <laughs> Guess what? When I wake up in the morning, I got my like. Amen. Jesus gave it to me. Amen. Amen. That's Amen. all I need. Say it, brother. That's all I Amen. need. I don't need to show you my shoes. I don't need to show you what I'm wearing to church. I sure ain't going to show you the inside of my house. I don't need to tell you where I'm going on vacation. <laughs> All I'm letting you know is God is good. Amen. Listen, this was just a, a Sunday school lesson. You don't need me to be in fellowship with Jesus. You need Jesus. Amen. Quit chasing folk to like you. Because the people you're chasing may not have him. Again, if I am connected and if you are connected we are connected and if we're connected we have fellowship both with God and with one another prayer we have to pray for one another let's continue to pray for one another we all need prayer the other point is no point in talking about me because the Bible called you out too Bible says that you got something in your life too. No, Lavelle, I, 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 I stopped all that stuff. Yep, you did stop all that stuff. What about that stuff? We all got some stuff that we need to get rid of. And if you don't have stuff that you need to get rid of, that means that you have accepted that stuff as good stuff. But you need to get rid of it. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I need the blood. Guess who else need the blood? You need the blood. Ask yourself when you're going home, how much would it take for you to want to kick one of your brothers or sisters out of the church? What do they need to do? I guess that's my cutest to stop. <laughs> Sometimes it only takes a little bit for folk to do this. Can I just say one more thing? Because I got it on my heart. Don't ever allow anybody to make you turn against your brother or your sister. Don't do that. We all need prayer. We all need help. I've seen it happen, y'all, in the church. I've seen it happen. I've seen sinners talk about taking away fellowship. And I'm like, do we not understand what fellowship is? If you're a sinner, you ain't got no fellowship. But what I'm saying is, we're not here to down one another, we're here to lift one another up. So now that we know that we all got something, we all on the same playing field. So that's why we all need to strive as hard as we can to stay connected so we can pray for one another. Was my lesson clear today? Do y'all understand that? Was it clear today? Like I said, I grew up in the church for many, many years and I've seen so many things happen. I've had nightmares about what the church would think. Seriously, I not no more. I sleep real good now, but I'm just saying. But back in the day, because the church was so cold, man. Cold. 
you do something, it's just, you done. And I'm thinking, how is that the love of God? How? It's because folk wanted you to live for them. You disappointed me. So what? You disappointed God. And he's still putting up with you. If God still puts up with me, then I can still put up with you. Amen. Let me Amen. say that again. Who go sing? Get your book. Start rocking real slow because I'm done. If God going to put up with you, then you have to put up with me. Amen. We need to break the circle. It's about uplifting one another. You know what I'm talking about, Sister Newsom. You've been, on, you've been on, the, on the battlefield for a long time. You know what I'm saying? You know, the same person that you're putting down that's doing wrong, they may not even ever come back to Christ because of what you said. But what about when you weren't doing right and God was still calling you? We forget that sometimes. Hey, we ain't always been where we are right now, y'all. And some of us, we still struggling. Some of us can't wait till I shut up like, dude, go, because I got something going on. You done made a date on a Sunday. No, you ain't going to date nobody but the devil today. But y'all know what I'm saying. I just want to give you what I got. Love one another. It's church family. Pray for one another. When folk tell you to pray for them, take that seriously. Pray for them because you know what? One day, instead of reading the prayer list, you may be on the prayer list. I hope you really understood me. I hope you really understood it's not about people liking you and liking me. It's about us staying connected to God through the spirit, having access to God. That's fellowship. And when we're like that, of course we'll have fellowship. I hope you understood the fact that just like every family, our spiritual family, we're going to have some folk who are off the chain, some folk who are jealous, some folk who are liars, some folk who are thieves, some folk who just run a mouth like they can't stop. Yes, they're in the church, but pray for them. Don't diss them and walk away from them. Pray for them. You know, think about it. Think about it. Your prayer and your kind love may be what breaks that cycle for them. Let them see Jesus in you you we gotta quit just dumping folk because if god didn't dump me you look like you're ready to sing (laughs) if god didn't dump me i can't dump you if god didn't dump you you can't dump me what you gonna sing i'm so glad you so glad yeah you so glad about what jesus okay he's gonna sing i just want to remain seated today i want those who you know, some, sometimes we have a broken spirit. You know what I mean? Sometimes our spirit is broken. And we, need, we just need these pep talks sometimes, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's, it's, it's a, it's a, life is a trip. And we got to go along for the journey. You know, many of us, we smile in each other's faces. But when we go home, you know, we're dealing with a lot of stuff, you know. That's why it's good when they say, pray for me. We pray for these individuals. You saw how God was delivering Peter. The church is praying for him. So this is what I want to do today. If you need to be delivered and you're waiting on something, you don't have to come down and tell us what it is. If you need to restore your life with Christ, just come on down. We all messed up. And think about it. You know, the thing about it, everybody, I can truly say everybody in here, according to the word of God, you got something. You may not raise your hand and say it, but you got something. So you know what that means? I ain't better than you, and you ain't better than me. Let's just sing. Um. We're going to sing. But if you need to come, you come. And if you're not a member of the Lord's church, you come by hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized. Come and get baptized so you can be in the fellowship. Without baptism, there is no fellowship. Get baptized like you see it in the Bible. That guarantees that you're going to be put into the Lord's church. It's your turn. (laughs) We're waiting.